Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. show for you today Mm -hmm. and as a family tradition our sister show entertainment tonight um kevin frazier and nichelle turner will be joining us so that we can do Mm -hmm. our annual oscar show we also do an emmy show with them and i have a theme of wearing a red dress so thank you to carolina herrera and this is how your best date on planet Earth corresponds with you Just by perfectly matched red flowers. Uh-huh. Hi. Best yes. date in the world, Rossi. Best date in the world, Jersey. Hi. So the 94th Annual Academy Awards are coming up this Sunday, and I know it has not been easy in the world right now. We'll see how the ceremony handles it. Amy Schumer, who's one of the hosts, was just on our show um, saying that they are going to speak truths, bring the comedy. Um, I'm very excited to see what her, Wanda Sykes, and Regina Hall do. Yeah, I need a good show. I'm so, and I'm so glad there's hosts back and they're gonna kill it. I can't wait to see them. I can't wait too. But as we're about to celebrate the 40th anniversary of E.T. Wow. Um, I wow. truly appreciate uh, people who make film and television. Um, I applaud them. I'm honored to be a part of that community. And since we all love them so much, we are going to celebrate that today. And we're gonna do a full breakdown of the year's best, starting with an extra glitzy, glammy, supersized Drew's News. That's right, you ready to do this? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. It's time for Drew's News, the only news no, program and, and one, that thinks two, you're already a winner. Thank you, Rossi. Welcome. You're welcome. Um, and with me is the uh, two-time winner of Best Co-Pilot of the Year, Ross Matthews. Thank you. It's just an honor to be nominated. I'm zooming in from Hollywood, our special Oscars edition, our dear friends and family, the fantastic hosts of Entertainment Tonight, Kevin Frazier and Michelle Turner. Oh my gosh, look at Smoke you. Smoke show. I mean, <laughs> look, first of all, uh, Cousin Drew and Cousin Ross well, they did it came right. to the party. Didn't right? they do it right? They always do. Oh, this whole thing. <laughs> you know, I love you guys so much, and I so look forward 
to these uh, amazing celebrations that we have Same. in honor of Oscars and Emmys. And, you know, I gotta start with the Holy Trinity who are hosting, mm. yes. uh, Wanda, yes. Regina, Amy. How do you guys feel about that triple threat? Yeah, yes indeed. Yes, indeed. Drew, you were just talking about the fact that you just had Amy on your show and she yep. was telling you kind of what's uh, been going on as far as rehearsals or whatnot. And we just spoke to her a little bit ago as well. And one thing she said that I loved so much that just gave me girl power to the extreme, she mentioned that uh, when they first got together and were talking about what they were gonna do, some of the, the producers or writers wanted them to do some jokes that kind of put, pitted them against each other or like mm. showed them in a competitive light. And she said, all three of them said, no. Mm. Absolutely not. We're getting up there with a sisterhood. We're going to celebrate, and it's going to be an amazing night. I cannot wait yeah. for these three ladies to take that stage and wreck it. I'm ready. Let's bring it. Let's bring it. Well, yes. speaking of winners, you want to talk about some of the nominees? Yes. All right. Oh, yeah. Let's get right into it. Let's start with the biggie best picture of the year, and here are the nominees. All right, Kevin and Shell, who is going to win this? Dying to hear what you think. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one first. Um, I'm going with my heart on this, not with my mm -hmm. head, just so y'all yes. know. And I loved West Side Story so so oh, so yeah. much. I love the musical. Yes. Steven Spielberg was amazing. Ariana DeBose is like the darling of this award season, and I just feel like Oscar voters will love this film so much as well. Mm. Okay, mm, that's interesting. I would not be upset by that. Um, no, you would not. Steven Spielberg um, was kind enough, and we were on our. We had just watched uh, the opening trailer of his latest film in Westwood. Um, because he needed to do his research and make sure the trailer was playing well. And then the movie Footloose started. And I was like, this looks so fun. And he was like, no, no, we're going home. And I was like, why? I was like, I don't know, eight, nine. And, and he was like, we're going home. I'm showing you West Side Story. Oh. And that's the film I want to teach you about tonight. And so this is very personal mm. for me. Oh, and yeah. so yeah. I would love uh, poetically to see that film and him win. Um, and funny enough, my heart is also with some CODA action. I do really love that film. It's a beautiful movie. Um, and Rossi and Kevin, head and heart, what do you want to win? Well, my heart is with Coda because it's the movie that made me cry this year. If you haven't seen it, it's an Apple film, um, and it really is so beautiful. But my head is thinking Power of the Dog is going to win because it, has, it won the Golden mm -hmm. Globe. It's won all the Critics Awards. And it would be the first Netflix film to win Best Picture. Kevin, thoughts? Um, you know what? I. I loved it this year, and I, I go with my heart, too. Mm -hmm. I loved King Richard. I know I, you did. Oh, and, yeah. and this is because I'm a sports guy who has covered Venus and Serena and watched their entire rise. And so this movie, to me, was special and different. I thought Will was brilliant. Now, I don't think that it will win either. I do think that Power of the Dog will win. And, um, but my heart is with King Richard. Yeah. And, uh, and I would not be sad if West Side Story or CODA won either. Yeah. yeah. And if CODA were to win, a little fun fact there, it would be the first film in 87 years that wasn't nominated for either Best Director or Best yes. Editing yes. to yeah. win. So that would be, you know, that, that would be really interesting. Yeah, if that did, it would make history in that fact. And this year does seem like it's primed for an upset. So who knows who's going to win? But we did ask our viewers to weigh in on Best Picture. You want to see the results? Here they are. They picked 
West Side Story. Come on, viewers. Yes. yes. Viewers. Yes. With Doom wow. close behind. Now, you know, <laughs> Kevin and Nichelle, oh, because we've also done the Grammys together. Yeah, right? Yes. yes. And yes. we got to do that this year. Our audience, I have to say, has been 90% of the time correct. Right, yeah. They're totally fingers on the pulse. It's shocking. Our audience is on point. All right, we got to talk the newest Oscar category. This one has my heart <laughs> like nobody's I love it. business. Yeah, right? So fan favorite, boy, thank you to the Academy for bringing this up. Um, it's the first time ever in history. I don't think it will be the last. It's a full write-in category. Fans get to vote for any movie. What do you think the fans are gonna do this year, guys? There's no other film to pick other than Spider-Man. I, no I, I agree, <laughs> I agree, I agree. That's what they say. Okay, so our audience voted, and let's see what led the pack. Um, yeah, Spider-Man was yeah. 73%. No yeah. surprise there. No shocker, room. Yeah. All right, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. More with Kevin and Michelle and all things Oscars when we come right back. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Oh, okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Tonight, family uh, celebrating the Oscars next up, Kevin Nichelle. We're going to talk about mm -hmm. best actor. Um, I mean, this one I think we're all going to be united on. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. one, two, three, say the name. Uh huh. One, Will two, Smith. three. Yep, there you Will go. Smith. Will Smith. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> well, he's won everything. It really feels like it's his time. But do you remember last year, we all predicted Chadwick Boseman was going to win? He won everything. And then Anthony Hawkins upset in the end. So yes. it's not in the bag yet, but I would be really shocked if Will Smith didn't walk home with an Oscar. I am just yeah. going to be furious. <laughs> um, it's his time. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is him at his best. It deserves an award. Totally. And I love the arc of Will Smith's career. I mean, think about it. We, we, knew, we got to know him as like a, a music artist and then the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and then this like action star. And to be turning in this kind of work now, he just, you never put Will Smith in a box. And I love that he's doing this. Kind I know of work. it's true. Yeah. I love range. Absolutely. is so sexy. Totally. Um, well, our but he is up against some heavyweights, guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's up against, you know, Denzel Washington, who, who is nominated for Macbeth. He is the most nominated black actor of all time. Which is and a really Denzel amazing fact. I loved hearing yes. that. It, it didn't surprise yeah. me, but again, these are the kind of facts that I think are so interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and so, Can I just shout out Andrew Garfield, too, in Tick, Tick, Boom? Did you guys see this on do. Netflix? He has, please do. He put so he much of himself in that spectacular in Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah. And our audience actually voted for him to win this year. Wow. With a 43%. Wow. Wow. That wow. Would, audience. That would and see, that's something to think about because he was so good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I came in the next day after seeing this and I said, oh my God, Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. If there's someone that I feel like could upset Will Smith, 
it would be Andrew Garfield yeah. in yeah. this category. I, I definitely, I definitely think so. But the audience, man, bucking the trend. I know. Um, Rossi, talk about best actress. Well, best... I have a real opinion here. You do. I do. Me well, too. this is Me the category too. everybody is watching. It is so up in the air. Nobody knows for sure. Let's take a look at the nominees. Nicole Kidman won the Golden Globe. Jessica Chastain won the SAG. And. Uh, I, the experts have no idea who's going to win this. So, Drew, who do you think it's going to be? Nichelle, I'm going to count to three and we'll say the names okay. at the same time. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Jessica. Jessica Chastain. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's who I'm 100%. rooting for. Same. Same. I loved this movie. Um, mm -hmm. She's just also been such a force for so yeah. many years, she's what they call a scene stealer. It doesn't matter the role, the size. She mm -hmm. just captivates you. I know this project was very personal for her. Very to her, yeah. When she got the rights to this, she really wanted to tell the story that Tammy Faye, while she was, uh, you know, in terms of a Christian conservative, she was also very compassionate. She was inclusive. Yeah. She also reached out to the LGBTQ plus uh, community and wanted to make sure they felt loved and heard. Mm -hmm. And so when she got to do this, it meant everything to her. Because yeah. it very easily could have been a caricature of yeah, absolutely. Tammy Faye. So many just, people yeah. did caricatures right. of her. Yeah. To celebrate a woman who just against all odds kept saying, can't we love people for who they really mm -hmm. are? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I agree with you, Tammy Faye. <laughs> yeah. Can't we just love people for who they are? Yeah, and Jessica just embodies her. Yeah, she does such a great job. Okay, let's check out our viewer poll. What did they say? Yeah. All right, let's take oh, a look. Okay. Rossi Tell. Wow. Kristen Stewart for Spencer. That's your Princess Diana fascination. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. That's what that is. Kristen Stewart had been snubbed for a couple of other awards, you know, she wasn't nominated for, so there was question whether or not she'd be nominated at all. She could win. I'm telling you, this is the race that is wide open. All right, we're gonna move to Best Director. Nichelle, Kevin, who's taking it home? Again, head and heart here for me. My heart is with Steven Spielberg. Yeah. My head says Jane Campion. Uh, I'm rooting for Steven, but, I, but Jane Campion's kind of been the award season's darling too. And in, in 93, she became only the second woman to be nominated for Best Director. That was for The Piano. The first was Lena Wertmuller in 78 for Seven Beauties. And if she were to win for Power of the Dog, um, then, and you add that to Chloe Zhao last year, that's the first females to ever win back-to-back -back Best Director, which I mm -hmm. think is phenomenal. And p The Power of the Dog is such a beautiful film. It's a director's film. That's what it is. And I think that yeah. for the Academy, it is folks who look at that. It's a director's film. But Steven Spielberg is the man. He's the king of movies and, um, it, you know, if he wins for West Side Story, he would join the esteemed group of directors with um, eight, well, he has eight total nods right yeah. now. Martin Scorsese, Billy Wilder, um, oh. William Wilder. Um, Spielberg can also, he's already won twice for Schindler's and Saving Private Ryan, so this will be his third Oscar, and that would be an esteemed list of directors who've won three times. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, sure. Well, let's see who the viewers picked. Um, what is it? Mm -hmm. Yes, oh, Michelle! Yeah. Steven, Steven Spielberg! Steven Spielberg. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Let's go.
Um, I do love that, you know, people are so outspoken about women winning in this category. So if Jane Campion wins, that's fantastic. Chloe Zhao, last year, um, you know, Natalie Portman came out with the dress with all the women's names oh, yeah, who yeah, weren't yeah. nominated. Mm -hmm. yes. So, you know, advocacy works and we yes. should all keep our voices heard. Um, and and Drew, Drew, it's very important that women are getting the opportunities to direct these big movies, these yeah. good movies. A diversity of directors makes a diversity of great films. And Absolutely. I think that's so important. I agree. I agree. All right, well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And then after the break, we got to do a best dress because it's all about the clothes, isn't it? Yes. Oh, yes. I mean, not just June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Welcome back to Drew's News. We're in the middle of our Oscar celebration with our cousin, sister show, uh, Entertainment Tonight's <laughs> Nichelle Turner and Kevin Frazier. Now, if the Oscars are a delicious cupcake, the Fashion mm. might be the decadent icing. You know, you heard me. Oh, she you is can't feeling have herself. one without the other. Mm. Look at her. I did. Mm. You know, I was like, mm. I need a dress on right now. Uh -huh. um, and we want to see how well we remember some of the red carpet's greatest hits. Oh, um, boy. Are you guys oh, ready to play okay. that game? Let's, Let's do go. it. Yes, it's time to play Guess That Dress. Yes. Here's how it's going to work. We'll check out a stunning Oscar dress from Oscar history and see if we can guess that dress. Are you ready to play? Yes. Good. All right. Up first, and I do not know these answers. Oh, I, I haven't seen know. these. I already know it. Lupita Nyong'o. Exactly. Yeah, that Prada, or is it Miu Miu or Prada? One of the two, but it was that um, Lupita Nyong'o. Lupita yeah. Nyong'o, Michelle yes. and I are going to mm. kick your butt. All right. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. All, All right. right, next. Next, let's guess this dress. Halle Berry. Oh, Halle, oh, Halle Berry. Berry. All right. That was 2000 when, no, when she, she won. won. Yeah. 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 Yes. 2002. The next iconic dress. Is this, oh, 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 oh that, is that Barbara Streisand? This is Cher. 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 Dunaway? Cher. No. It was. Yeah. It was. All right, next. All right. Guess this dress. Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> iconic. Oh, Gwyneth. I mean, I really don't want to sit next to her anymore. I mean, she shouts out every but answer. But you know, uh, to me, the best Gwyneth dress was that white sheath Tom Ford I know what you're talking yes. with the cape. She looked, I don't think anyone has looked better at an Oscar ever mm -hmm. than her. Okay, uh, and finally, our final dress. Who is Angelina uh, Jolie, oh, the Angelina leg. Angelina Jolie, yes. the leg. The leg. Yeah. <laughs> that leg was everywhere. Everybody was doing that leg. Yes. Yeah, that moment became super iconic. Well, Kevin, Nichelle, I can't wait 
to recap with you guys and see what really happened on the big night. Yes. And um, I just, I, I love the opportunity to be able to do this with you guys every time. Same. More award shows. Yes, because we, I, we just have so yes. much fun doing them. <laughs> Kevin Frazier and Nichelle Turner, obviously you can watch them every night as I do on Entertainment Tonight, and we Yay. all do. That's right, baby. And don't forget, the Oscars air on ABC this Sunday, March 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern. We hope everyone has a great night. We'll be right back. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back. Our next guest is a talented actor who's been hunting for White Castle in Harold and Kumar, boldly going where no man has gone before in Star Trek, and looking for his lost daughter in Searching. And now he is the author of his first novel. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome John Cho. <laughs> One of your biggest fans. This is nuts. Now, I went way back and on my research with you, and uh -oh. I cannot even like <laughs> handle the fact that you changed the world when you said a certain line of dialogue in a certain film. Will you tell me about that? Oh, yes. Uh, I introduced, uh, and I, my apologies, I introduced the word MILF into the uh, vocabulary. No apologies needed. Um, actually, I pulled a clip from it. I cannot believe a fine woman like this produced a guy like Stiff. Dude, I took some MILF. What the hell is that? M-I-L-F. Mom, I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> I was once young, yeah. You don't age. You look so good. You just have different hair. <laughs> yeah. That's all I see. Did you know when you said that line that it would become an iconic catchphrase like forever? No it's still idea. as relevant now as it was then. Uh, no idea. In fact, uh, I, I, that's not the part I auditioned for. I was kind of a featured extra in the rest of the movie. And, the, you know, we did uh, a table read and uh, the, I was one of the people who showed up. And they said, can you do these 10 parts or whatever? And, uh, and, and the director said, would you like to do this other scene? And so uh, it all seems really random, but uh, here we are. That sort of, um, I guess it, it, it launched my career. Uh <laughs> but um, I, I'm just, I, I'm so also excited to learn that you were a teacher. Yeah, um, I had uh, a piece of paper that said I was an English major uh, when I graduated from college, and I, I couldn't get a, a, a job waiting table, so <laughs> I saw this ad, and um, so I taught English uh, lit for a year uh, to seventh and tenth graders. What was that like? 
It was very stressful. It was an honor. It really was. Um, but I wouldn't. But I quit that year. After that year, I didn't go back to it because it's important to be selfish if you're an actor, <laughs> and you can't be selfish if you're a teacher. You, you have to live for the for your class, and um, I wasn't prepared to do that at that age. And when you came full circle and like the pandemic started, and you have two young children, yes, what was that like? Yeah, it was a it was a rough time, and it was why I wrote the book. We were sitting around, you know, with with the pandemic and uh, the George Floyd had been murdered, and um, there was anti Asian violence erupting, and the kids were underfoot, and we were just sort of searching for a way to explain it all to them. And as a result, I started thinking about another incident of police brutality when I was younger, um, the Rodney King beating. And so I started thinking about uh, the immigrant journey also, like what is this country that that, that I thought I was coming to and what is it now and all this. So um, the book is about a boy who, uh, a bit of a troublemaker who comes home, he's suspended. And uh, his parents own a liquor store in South Central L.A. Um, And it's April 29th, 1992, the day the verdict is being read. The father goes to the store to board it up. And the boy, seeing the news reports, grows increasingly desperate and decides um, that the best way to protect his father is to take his dad's gun from the closet and deliver it to him for protection that night. Um, so it's a poor decision, but an interesting story as the boy tries to get across Los Angeles. And is it true that your sons read it? Yes. And yeah. like contributed to like compliments, like or you know, I, or did you run it by them? Yeah, what was he their was my authenticity reader. At the end, I was like, "Is this uh, how'd I do? How'd I do?" And he said, um, "Good job, Daddy." Uh, <laughs> What did your parents like think? I mean, you you know you moved here yeah. from Korea at yeah. a young age. Did they instill like their honest life to you and life lessons about your future? What did they think when you told them you wanted to be an actor? When I told them I wanted to be an actor, I think they were just really worried that I was going to uh, be found dead in an apartment from starvation. <laughs> you know, they, they were just worried that uh, I wouldn't be able to pay the bills. Uh, my dad did say. Um, uh, you want to become an actor, and uh, and this is the '90s, so he, uh, I think, all he saw was Connie Chung on television. And he said, uh, maybe you want to read the news. Is that is that somewhere you want to go? And I said, that's not what I want to do. But I can see the logic. There were, that was an Asian lady, um, <laughs> and I think he just didn't feel that there were any uh, opportunities for Asians on television. Did you ever get their stamp of approval? I did because um, when. When I was in the, there was a, a small feature in the, the local Korean newspaper. That's when I had made it in their, in their eyes. See, isn't that beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of actors and films and movies, we were just chatting all things Oscars. Do you have any favorites this year? The one I, that stood out to me, and I, and I still have to do my viewing, is King Richard. And I think Will Smith has never been better I just have to say, as one human to another, I really am like one of your biggest fans, and I'm oh, so my excited goodness. to hear you on the show. I love you, <laughs> John Cho. Get your copy of Troublemaker. It's in stores now. We'll be right back.
When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great-tasting, high-quality organic dairy ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. degree in finance into a full-time gig on TikTok. Now he's teaching his millions of followers how to achieve financial freedom, and he's sharing his unique hacks and tools. Take a look. Dad, how much money do you make? Uh, that's none of your business, son. Oh, okay. Hey, Mom, how much is our house worth? The value of our home comes from within. Yeah, okay. Yes, sir, just got a promotion. Cheers to that, man. How much are you making now? Uh, it's really none of your business. Oh, my bad. So how did you end up in all this debt? I, I don't know. I just never talked about money. Please welcome John Erringman. Hello. I'm super excited to be here and share some tips with you guys, some actionable tips and all that. Um, I mean, it's been such a journey. I really enjoy this stuff. It's, it's my passion, so. All right, so the topic of money can be very intimidating. What sparked your interest? Yeah, so growing up, uh, you know, I was... We never really talked about money in, in our household. And that's like millions of other people. We don't talk about money because it's a taboo subject. And so that was kind of the narrative that I grew up with is like, we don't talk about money with other people, you know? And so that's kind of what sparked my interest in that curiosity of money. And that's why I start to encourage people to talk about money because if we don't have these uncomfortable conversations, then we're never going to learn about money. And if we never learn about money, then we're not going to you know, make informed financial decisions about our money. And if we don't make informed financial decisions, you know, we're going to end up in debt like the video showed. So it's, it's, you need to talk and have that conversation with friends and family members. So how did you become a full-time financial influencer? Yeah, well, I went to the University of Cincinnati. I graduated with a finance degree in 2018, and I became a financial accountant. And because I was having these uncomfortable conversations with people, these money conversations, people started coming to me more and more, have, asking the same questions over and over. And so I was like, instead of answering the same question, why not I just make some videos about it? And at the time in 2019, TikTok was starting to gain some traction, right? And it, it just slowly kept taking off. And so now I'm a I quit my job. I'm a full-time finfluencer now, is what they call it, financial influencer. So, um, yeah, and it's just given me so many opportunities to talk to people and to come on your show, Drew. So it's just been amazing. Okay, so we asked our audience uh, three true or false financial questions, and you're going to help us unlock the correct answer. First, true or false, when cutting back on spending, should you start with streaming service subscriptions and apps that incur monthly fees? Okay, so our poll revealed that 61% of the audience said this is true. Sounds kind of rational. What is the answer? So this one, I'm gonna say false on. And really, I'll why? give you a reason why, is because it is easy to cut on Netflix. You know, it's the easy, low-hanging fruit. But um, it's, it's gonna save you maybe $15 per month. 
and that's not really gonna you know, move the needle as much as you might think when saving or uh, trying to save. So what I encourage people to do is start with their th the big three, your three biggest expenses, that's housing, transportation, and food. So if you start with the big three, that's how you actually save much more in the long term. So for example, um, you know, if you're living in a studio apartment, maybe you could, like you're renting a, an apartment. If you get a roommate, you can actually save, you know, five to $600 per month um, just by getting a roommate. Or what's also becoming popular, if you own a home, you can rent out a room uh, to a friend or family member and they can help pay for your mortgage. So doing that, you're actually saving hundreds of dollars per month. That's gonna move the needle much more than just cutting on $15 Netflix. That is the kind of wisdom you're like, oh, $15 a month mm -hmm. won't move the needle. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of dollars a month, exactly. needle mover. I love this, Start okay, so tangible. Next, true or false, you should charge smaller expenses and your services to your credit card instead of debit card. I loved this question. Mm -hmm. Our poll revealed 44% of the audience said that was true. John, what is the real answer? I would say true on this okay, one. Okay, good. Yes, yes, so that's good. Um, the reason you want to put smaller expenses on your credit card is because if you're maxing out your credit card every single month, that's actually gonna hurt your credit score. And so we wanna put the small um, expenses on it, like maybe gas, groceries, things you can pay off in full every single month. So I always recommend putting small expenses, recurring expenses on your credit card. You can pay it off in full every month. You'll build a good credit score and you'll never go into credit card debt. I so, love that. Yeah. Thank you. That is small so, expenses. so helpful. Yeah. Okay, last one, true or false. The best way to divide your monthly income is equally 33% for your needs, then wants, then savings. Our audience said 40%. 6% said, yeah, that sounds like a good approach. Mm -hmm. John, what is a good approach? So in an ideal world, 33% for your needs, 33% for your wants, 33% for your savings, but that's maybe not realistic. In the personal finance community, um, we like to go with the 50-30-20 rule. So 50% for your needs, um, that's housing, maybe childcare, things like that. 30% for your uh, once that's vacations, maybe going out, things like that. And then 20% for saving and investing. So that is much more realistic. And I promise if you're saving and investing 20% of your income, you will become wealthy over time, so. Uh, and just like as a side note, like what do you think are good things to look out for investment-wise for people? Yeah, I think investment-wise, um, and it definitely depends on your situation each time, but um, real estate is always gonna stand the test of time, right? You know, buying and owning your own home is okay. always going to be a, a good idea. And then um, when it's investing in maybe stocks, I always recommend an index fund, which an index fund is like a gift basket full of stocks. So it's like you can own Tesla, Google, Facebook, Microsoft, like a bunch of different stocks together in one nicely packaged gift basket, so. And we know those companies are not going anywhere anytime yes, soon. Yes, that, so that's right, exactly, exactly. It's safe and you can grow your money that way. So. I love that, yeah. thank you, I yeah. so appreciate that. Mm -hmm. John Erringman, thank you so much for coming on. Long time fan, first time caller, follow him on TikTok for more of his awesome financial tips and tricks. We'll be right back. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.
Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. guest in hits like Knocked Up, This Is 40, uh, the series Love, and she's also the youngest daughter of Judd Apatow and Leslie Mann, maybe serious couple goals like of the century. Her latest movie, The Bubble, is about to pop onto our screen. It's a family affair. Once again, take a look. Your generation sucks. At least I'm not a baby boomer. I'm not a baby boomer. I am Generation Y. Thank you very much. Ladies, there's no time for cat fighting. I saw a photo of you at a Nirvana concert. Please welcome the absolutely beautiful Iris Apatow. You know, I met your sister, um, Judd and Leslie. Judd was doing some uh, writing on The Wedding Singer. Oh, yeah. And I met your sister when she was a baby. I know, I know. You've all just watched, you've watched us grow up. I mean, I like literally have felt like when I was growing up, people were like, oh, you look like a little Drew Barrymore. <gasps> so I started copying you for my whole life, which sounds creepy. No, but I, I literally it. have <laughs> like copied like even this. This is like your niche like dark hair from the '90s, and I was like, yeah, I'll do that one too. <laughs> like, you know what? We actually pulled a couple images. Look at us <laughs> hair twinning right there. Yeah. There's one. Oh my goodness. I love this. God, you're so stunning. There's another. <laughs> yeah. Look at us. It's. <laughs> it's funny because, you know, your sister um, has really, like, come into the forefront um, in Euphoria. Like, I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like the entire show is becoming about her. I know. It's um, so exciting. And that's such a style trendsetter. I mean, can yeah, you believe totally. the influence that oh, the show yeah. has had on hair, makeup, wardrobe, all of it? Oh, yeah. I'm Like, immediately when it came out, I remember, like, me and my friends would put like gems all over our eyes before parties and like it changed everything which is so cool and it's I remember like when my sister would call me from her trailer I would screenshot every look just to like copy it <laughs> before it came out to make me look original but look, it's called inspo for a reason exactly but do you like the show I love the show that's like my favorite show me and my friends like do watch parties for every weekend. You do? Or when it was out, we did. Yeah, we were, oh my God. It's you mean like best. you and your bestie, Olivia Rodrigo? Yes. <laughs> who, um, okay, what do I need to know about Olivia Rodrigo through what? her best friend's eyes? Um, Teach me. 
Well, we well we live together, so we do. Okay, this must be the coolest house in all of the yes, planet. We have Sex in the City movie night. I mean, it just makes me happy. It's like one of those things. I also loved the reboot. I I was I loved it. I wish. I hope it comes back for a season two. I hope it does too. I miss Kim Cattrall. Bring her back. It's so sad that she's I, not on it. I, what are the odds of her coming back? She's coming back. They're, they can't hide it from us. I know she's coming back. I want it. Let's go on a campaign. Come I know. On, Kim Cattrall. We'll petition. <laughs> All right. So you have this lovely boyfriend. You're out there in the world, um, Ryder Robinson. Yeah. Um, who is just so delightful and charming. What are you guys up to? How's that going? And, um, oh, just, I'm so excited. Um, it's going very well. We have been together for a while, and he's just, like, been such, like, a lovely angel in my life. It's uh, very refreshing when you grow up in high school and just, like, dating around. Like, I... I had my fair share of weirdos. So it's nice to come to somebody that just wants you to be happy and like, you know, seeing what can be healthy is really nice. <laughs> very, very refreshing. And he makes me very happy. I love oh, him a lot. I'm so happy for you. Thanks. So happy. Your parents have been such couple goals to all of us. Yeah, no, I think they're very like much so like what I look for in my love life because they'll just sit together for like four hours just talking and I'm like wow what are you guys talking about like it's, <laughs> it's like it's nice to see that like after however many years 25 or something they can still you know make each other laugh that hard and be like best friends with each other Example. Yeah, that's that is the goal. What I look like look, look for, I guess. When you're a teenager or a full-blown grown-up. <laughs> we could just be nice to each other. Exactly. So tell me about the bubble. This is another family affair, courtesy yes. of the Apatows. Yes. Um, the bubble follows some actors shooting a movie in, in a bubble. In a bubble in London. So they basically like live in this beautiful like English countryside castle and are like having people serve them and they're just kind of self-centered and like <laughs> bratty, I guess is the <laughs> word. They're just like, it's, you know, how it could, everything that could go wrong when making a movie during, you know, lockdown. And I think that's what makes it kind of silly because there's, there's humor to be found in that and, you know, isolation, but, um, mostly just because of their behavior and how it's so bad. <laughs> well, we have to go to a quick commercial break, but when we come back, would you mind, Iris, if we played a final five where we get into yeah. some hot topic questions about you and your family? Of course. All right, let's do this. Now, Iris, um, this feels like a good time to get into a little family business, considering you're promoting your family business movie, The Bubble. And I was wondering if you would do a final five family edition with me? Of course. All right, let's do this! <laughs> final five family edition! That's right. Okay, number one.
number one, who is most likely to forget their lines on set? Me. <laughs> okay, who is the funniest? Your sister, your mom, or your dad? Who cracks you up the most? My sister, for sure. <laughs> yeah, She's pretty funny. Okay, who is most likely to spill a secret? Maud. Apatow. Interesting. <laughs> like, has no... I call her the town yeller because she literally tells everybody any, anything that I say to her, which is, you know. Okay, I love this. <laughs> um, it also strikes a good chord for sisterhood. Um, who has the biggest potty mouth of the family? My dad. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, which parent is most likely to lay down that law? My mom, for sure. She is quite, yeah, she is very, she is strict when she needs to be, which, and I definitely needed it at points, like, for sure. <laughs> she's very strict, but she, she knows exactly what she's talking about. She's always right, so I, I definitely appreciate it. I needed it. Need it. <laughs> oh, I love you. I love your family. I'm so happy for this really awesome, fun movie. You can watch The Bubble streaming on Netflix starting April 1st. And um, I just, I really, I do. I love you, Iris. I love your family. And you've made the world a better place, honestly. With all of my heart. Hey, it's Matt Norlander with the CBS Sports Eye on College Basketball podcast, and it is tournament time, people. So listen to the one podcast that will cover every upset, Cinderella, Bracket Buster Sleeper. We've got it all covered, every round, reaction shows, all the way up through the championship game in Glendale, Arizona. To find us, search Eye on College Basketball podcast wherever you get your podcasts.